Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Baseball Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Nicholson, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Chris Nicholson. And you're listening to the number one baseball podcast for intelligent and passionate fan debate and opinion-based discussion. Uh, So today's episode, episode two, uh, we're moving right along. Um, We we have three topics, but they're going to be pretty blended together today. Um, So some pretty big news coming out uh, not too long ago uh, with respect to the Astros and an investigation on their part uh, looking into the uh, cheating uh, that may or may not have been performed uh, during the uh, 2017 season and uh, the 2019 season and most likely the uh, 2018 as well. Uh, it's, uh, so it's, uh, we have a few, few different areas that we're going to discuss, but this, uh, episode is going to kind of go in, um, any number of, uh, different directions here, but we're going to be focused on the cheating scandal itself, talk about the punishments a little bit and get into the use of technology in the game. Uh, and then that'll kind of feed into a, a quick talk about home runs as it pertains to that. So, um, so without further ado, we'll get get started with uh, the the cheating scandal itself. Uh, so, so the the Astros uh, recently underwent an investigation conducted by MLB, uh, looking into their use of outfield cameras uh, to help break down signs, uh, decode them, and then have that available for the players, uh, in which. Then this led to other behavior down in the dugout uh, in which reportedly players were banging on trash cans to help relay signs to those at the plate uh, to inform them of the type of pitch that was coming. Uh, So, Chris, your initial thoughts on the cheating in general? Yeah, so, you know, I just want to kind of start this conversation with, you know, saying that, you know, Cheating, whether you kind of want to coin it as that phrase or not in baseball, has kind of always been around in a little bit more ethical way, though. So, you know, the cheating that kind of started as in the foundation would be like you're saying, it's typically a runner that is either, you know, on base, whether it's at first with a big enough lead or at second, that is trying to pick the catcher's signs with the pitcher that's being relayed. And then he could do any number of kind of hand signals to a batter. You know, in the contrary too, you do have your your coaches that are, you know, your third base, your first base, you know, coach that are there as well. So they they do have that luxury. And it's something that is, you know, since the game has started has been something where that's that's coined more as like a craft, a skill to where you could particularly, you know, pick another team's signs. But that more or less is in in good faith, you know. So that's where we're getting caught, where this is kind of like an ethical question, is this right? And you know, of course, in my opinion. I don't think the use of, you know, cameras being an extra additive is, is, is necessary or even right. You know, so it's something where I think, you know, we should keep the game as in more of a, a mastery skill, you know, allowing the players to try and trick or, you know, trump over the other team. You know, so I, I think it's it's something that's unfortunate that kind of happened. I think, uh, you know, as this investigation came out, you know, the team did allude to other teams, coaches, players doing this as well. And it's something that, you know, we're not going to see more of it unless some type of person comes forth with that information. You know, it's something where the Astros were made publicly 
you know, they, they were set as the example of what's to happen with the ramifications of those actions. You know, so I, I think it, it begs the questions whether or not it's, it's ethical and if it should be, you know, in this game right now. So, you know, that's kind of my stance on it. But, you know, it's something that it, it's been around, but it, it's now just taking, you know, one step too far, you know. So, you know, did I kind of hit it in, in the same way you would hit it, Cody? Or is it something that you have a different stance on? Yeah, I think we're basically on the same page here. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely one thing to be a player out on the bases trying to decode signs as you're worrying about other things, uh, say, with respect to your lead and all that, and then try and quickly relay that to the batter uh, at the plate. I think even though even though you may be picking up on things like that, the ways in which you can do it are... Um, a little, they're not quite as effective as someone knowing exactly what pitch is coming, um, because it would it would just be more basic. Usually, it comes down to, uh, it, is it going to be a, a fastball or some sort of off speed pitch? Is more or less the extent I think you can relay signs from the base paths. Uh, just it it would be too much otherwise, you know, as opposed to banging on a trash can where like. I don't know the methods that they used, um, it, but you know it, it would be a simple enough process as to just you know like a, a regular sign, bang it once, it's a fastball, bang it twice, curveball, etc. Um, but like on the base paths, you can't really get that specific. So that's that's something. Plus, you know, it's if a, if a player can see the signs and decode it, uh, you know, uh, in real time and relay that to a player, then. To me, that's a little bit different story than using technology where it's secretive, having that relayed where um, you can have a, a team of people looking at uh, the sequence of signs and break them down for the players to use. That yeah, that to me is that's that's next level. And you know, the fact of the matter is, the commissioner made this. Uh, he, he's he's put regulations on the use of technology. And so it's, it's clearly a violation any way you cut it. So I, I, I hate it. I'm not a fan. You know, I came across uh, a meme even discussing just, uh, you know, I, it was, it was joking, but it was, uh, from a pitcher's point of view of, I rather face a player that's on steroids than, someone who knows exactly what pitch is coming. And I think there's a lot to be said for that because I, it's, it's totally true. If a player can sit on a pitch, um, then it, I mean, that eliminates so much and the hitters are very good hitters and talented. And so if they can just look for a specific pitch, uh, they will do damage with it. And I think, uh, that's you, I'll let you talk about this, but I think that's evidenced, uh, by the, uh, uh, at bat Altuve had against Chapman. Yeah, where he, he's basically, you know, so baseball is a reactionary sport, you know. So like you're saying, if you know a fastball versus off speed, that, you know, little amount of time that you have, whether you're guessing to either hold your weight back in a batting stance a little bit longer or to be a little bit more ready for, you know, a fastball that's coming in, you know, hot, especially from Araldis Chapman, you know, that's something where he made, you know, 
those high 90s to 100 mile an hour fastballs look like they were coming in and, you know, college or high school, you know, so he made it look very easy. And I remember watching that at bat. I was like, wow, this guy is, you know, he, he definitely knew what was coming is what I thought, but, you know, more in good faith. You know, so that that's something that uh, you know definitely was pretty apparent and is helpful as a you know a player. And and both of us have both played and putting in our own personal attributes. You know, we whether it was in little league, high school, or college, you know, we had anyone who wasn't playing that day in the game. If you're in the dugout, you want to help your team. You know, so that was where your coaching staff and players did find it helpful if you were able to help pick those signs or if you knew you know if they were stealing then we could get you know do a pitch out and we could throw the runner out and save some of that pressure that the other team is doing but now it's it's coming to where we're, we're getting lost in that and it's not within the game it's becoming outside of the game you know i think that's really the biggest thing too is is this implementation of it you know and these players they have ipads they have tablets they have different sorts of technology in the dugout till they're studying their there are even functions in their swing, you know, what pitches are being thrown. But now if they're getting that little extra step, that might just be why we're seeing such an increase in, you know, maybe some of the home runs for some of these hitters that we haven't seen before. Or, you know, some of these guys getting on base a little bit more just because they're holding their weight back on those off-speed pitches, you know. So that's something where we're really going to have to see how far, you know, the commissioner and MLB will take this investigation, you know, to where we may see even more teams. So it'll be something, you know, this is the start. Let's hope for the better and moving on past it, you know, but it's something that will continue to follow. Certainly. Yeah, there's there's a lot of thoughts that I have about this whole thing because um, it, so I, th- I think you made a good point. Like if things are happening inside of the field of play, that's a very different story than when you're uh, going outside of the field of play through the use of technology to give your your team an edge. Um, when it's real time with the players on the field, that's very different than using external sources to give you leverage in a game. And uh, given the, it, we'll get into it more, but like given the connections of various players and former players and coaches from the Astros that are now at different teams um, and the success that they've had elsewhere uh, and some of the other reports that have come out, um, it does beg the question, you know, how many teams are doing this uh, sort of thing? Uh, It wasn't so long ago, the Blue Jays kind of had some speculation. I don't know whatever became of it. Uh, I I didn't follow it too closely. I, I think it, uh, never really went too far, but you know they were being accused of this sort of thing, and because of of their team performance on the road versus at home and, and all that, especially when it came to home runs. But yeah, so it's <clears throat> it's not a good thing. Okay, baseball is never in a good state when there's uh, uh, rampant cheating throughout the sport, and and everyone's doing it. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's a problem. Obviously, technology is available. There are limitations on it, but you're right. It's every at bat, a player can go in, look at, especially if they got out, go look at. Okay, you know what was the approach to getting me out? What did he throw me? Um, you know what count? Anything and everything, right? So, it's a. Uh, it's it's a big deal and it needs to be super regulated, I think, before it gets out of control because 
while this is happening, you know, you can't tell me that there were probably other teams doing it. The Astros just happened to be the ones that got caught. You know, it's, that's a, that's a major claim to make. And I, and I hope it's certainly not true because uh, cheating is not good when it's happened in the past. Uh, the sport has suffered, um, you know, with respect to things like steroids and other performance enhancing drugs. Uh, you know, it's it, baseball is in a good place right now. It does not need this sort of thing to happen. And, and it's, it's just, it's terrible news. Yeah. You know, and it, it is unfortunate, you know, so one interview did come up with Dallas Keuchel, you know, he, he wanted to apologize for what had happened and take place for the actions of the Houston Astros. But it's, it's something where he alluded to at the end, he's like, you know, there's, we're kind of the one team that was made an example. He said, you know, there's, of course, no one else going to come forth to, to bring up this or want to, you know, be able to say that their team did cheat, you know, so that's something where, you know, people are either afraid or the teams are putting pressure now. And, and who, you know, does he have information on other people or why did he say those comments? You know, is it something where he, he's been a part in new different organizations that had those edges. So I think that's where we're going to, you know, take a step back, you know, let the commissioner and the investigations take place and kind of see where they want to take it. It'll be interesting to see if they do bring more light of it, though. So this might be something like you're saying that they, you know, no one likes it, especially as a fan, you know, hearing these poor things about your sport. But it's something that does happen. But now how are we going to move forward? Is it going to be squashed and, you know, put to the side or are we going to continue and really see, you know, was Dallas Keuchel right? We don't know. So that's something where he said something that was very, you know, ostentatious to what, you know, maybe leading forward with investigations. So let's see, you know, kind of from that, what will happen. But it, it's it's simmered down now. You know, the season's going to be coming up shortly. So we'll see if anything comes out further as we approach the season, really. Yeah, and it's not just him. Um, Mike Fires came out with some statements, too. So, you know, and then I think it's pretty obvious with respect to the punishments that were doled out. Um both uh both the GM and the manager, uh AJ Hinch were let go. Uh they were fired uh by the owner. Um the findings reported that the owner was unaware, um which is fortunate for him because I I personally have a tough time believing that uh that there's that that much secrecy and ignorance that's not reaching him as to what the team is doing. That, that seems kind of crazy to me, but I'm, you know, I'm going <clears> to <throat> believe in the report, believe that it was done uh, thoroughly and correctly. Um, and uh, you know, just uh, side side with the commissioner's findings on it right now. Um, that being said, so the, uh, so they were both let go. Uh, that that was actually not part of the punishment. That's directly from the owner. Uh, they, but the uh, Astros GM and and manager were both uh, suspended for the 2020 season, and then the team was fined uh, five million, uh, which was the max allowable under the current rules as 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 the way they're written. And then uh, they also lost some. Uh, draft picks, I believe, is for the uh, first and second round for uh, this year and the following year. So, um, makes me wonder uh, what your thoughts are. Is is that enough? Are they being? Get, is it a fair punishment? Are they? Should it have been harsher? Uh, or is is the point being made? 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like you said there, you know, they kind of handled that and truly let go of the manager and inside operations. Um, you know, that I think had to happen. You know, you can't, you know, it's hard to even believe, you know, if there's actual implementation on a team and your coaching staff doesn't really know about it or upper management, that seems a little bit of a gray area, you know, for me per se, but you know, it's something that, you know, those punishments are going to, you know, kind of continue with them for a while. Those draft picks, you know, when you have hot players that are coming through and players that could mold if you're missing a spot and be very productive, that can be very helpful. So if you're having first two rounds, those are typically your players that are, are going to bat for you within that one through five lineup or be in your pitching rotation as one of those those guys during the week. You know, he's going to be someone who's either starting or being one of your main relievers. Those are those spots that are being filled in the first and second round, you know, during that drafting process. So that's something that will, you know, kind of put a, you know, a bootleg on them as they continue to crawl forward, you know, but they already have, of course, a, a great lineup, you know, through and through. They did lose one of their top pitchers, Garrett Cole, to the Yankees, but still they have a good lineup, but they're going to continue to struggle as these guys maybe phase out, uh, you know, and continuing, you know, with their team. They seem very confident and still, you know, well put together, but it's something where we'll have to see what the fans think even when they get out on the field. You know, what kind of reaction are they going to get from their hometown in Houston? You know, will they have you know, a positive, is it just going to be, you know, swept under or is it something where, you know, the players are going to try and reach out to the fan base as much as they can now when they start or, you know, things of that nature. So it's, it's something we'll have to see, but I do believe, you know, the parameters of those punishments were suitable. Um, you know, so you kind of go into, you know, past punishments. So, you, of course, you have to relinquish to the history of baseball and, you know, what happened then and is it congruent with these punishments now? So, you know, they fired their coaching staff. Yes, uh, you know, first two draft picks and there's fines, but I don't know what more you can do that you want to limitate if you want to push those things further out because this is entertainment. And, you know, once you kind of, you know, you nick that off, the page, you know, it's done with, let's move forward. That's, that's, um, you know, an easier way to, you know, forget, forgive, and let's move on. It's easier that way, of course. And, and I don't know if they're, they're hoping to do that to just keep the fan base alive and happy, you know, and, you know, of course we want to see justice for these, these things, but ultimately we want to continue and have fun with the sport. So it's hard. I'm a little torn between, you know, the two, but, one of the big kind of correlations that they try and make is tying it to Pete Rose. He's still pushing for himself within these last few years to get into the hall and what kind of punishment he had, you know? So he's, you know, come out very publicly and, and tried to push his case more and more. And I think that's where we, we denote to, you know, past punishments and current, you know? So I, I wanted to see also what you thought about if, you know, the Astros, you know, if you agree with my stance first and, you know, let's say if you're going back to Pete Rose back in his time during his season when he was a, a player manager at the time during 1986 to 1989 and from MLB.com, you know, his lifetime ban of the sport was because he was betting heavily on, 
you know, the game. And he was possibly may or may not have been influencing his own team in that way with these bets. So, of course, same thing, you know, he's he's denied these claims and allegations and, you know, wants to push his case. But, you know, that was for his personal gain as, you know, for him, maybe financially. But then he, he's tampering with how his players are playing, who he's playing. He's changing the game to being not, you know, back what we're kind of saying, ethical. It's not right to do those things. But that was, you know, for his personal gain that affected the team. This is personal game and individual individual sport but to work together so it's something where it's much more a bad bad take on the team on what they are doing and not as just a single individual you know we could point out each player and their stats as we continue forward and we might even touch base on those things you know but it's it's something that we're going to we're going to have to work through you know that that team is ultimately at fault you know so they everyone was fired that's that's done with the players are still there they do have a job to do they are the players they need to understand the you know what had happened the ramifications and they need to be punished i think they we need to you know maybe check a little bit more into each individual player if we want to take it a step further but that is strictly up to them you know, but I, I'd say my standpoint is a little torn and I I'd leave it up to you now. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, let's see first, um, the punishments themselves. Uh, I, I think it could have been a little heavier only because I don't know if it's enough to really prevent teams from venturing down this road in the future. Uh, there's probably other creative ways that teams will find to, to cheat and using technology in this way um they'll they'll just do a better job of covering it up i think so it, it you know because um and the, and the rationale there is you know baseball implemented uh a new type of drug testing policy but we are still finding players that are testing positive so cheating will st- can still continue to occur um so i i think the fines and penalties could have been a little steeper. Uh, I know, I, I know the five million was the max. Um, the draft picks are a good way to hurt a team uh, moving forward, which I think, in terms of the Astros, you know, they still have a good core. Um, but eventually, those players are uh, going to hit free agency, and and they can't afford to keep them all because they do have uh, high quality players there. It's going to be too costly to keep everybody. Um, so. Uh, I would have liked to have seen it be a little steeper in other ways. Um, maybe even sanction, uh, their season this way. You know, if, if they, if they made the playoffs, like, Hey, sorry, you know, it's one of those things, you know, that's not an unprecedented, uh, thing to do in sports. Uh, USC faced sanctions in college football for, uh, a number of years that way you know, because of uh, some scandals that went on with the university there. So it's, you know, these teams, uh, like everyone's playing for a championship. The Astros have a good core players to continue to get to the World Series. Um, So I think I would have liked to have seen some sort of punishment to really hit them where it hurts that way. Uh, And then the draft picks thing, I I think is good because, again, it yeah, first couple rounds, those are your... Uh, where you're going to find players that are most likely to make make it to the big league. So there's going to be a window that closes for their current team right now. 
that uh, eventually has to be replenished. And if they're not getting that for the next couple of years, that could send the team tanking a good bit. There's obviously ways for, for them to work around that. But um, so that's my stance on that. I, I, I think it could have been a lot heavier punishment. Um, at the same time, it does. It, you actually made some good points just with uh, fanship and stuff. You don't want to hurt them so much that like, um, you know, the, the team just, tanks financially and all that that's not good for the sport either so but uh uh the other point you made i i completely agree i don't know how any players got away scot-free from this um maybe it's too hard to to try and figure out punishments that way um without it being ridiculous but you know (laughs) when you're when you're doing something like this uh on a on a team scale that's impacting other teams um as you mentioned, as opposed to the Pete Rose stuff where it's a very personal uh, gain to it uh, when an entire team is performing and going against another team and impacting other teams' abilities to win the World Series, which every team is playing for, it's uh, I, that's where I think the punishment needs to be a, a little steeper. It would have been kind of a cr- crazy chaos in some ways to think about like if they had to do some sort of fire sale with some of their key players right now um, just to really hurt them and you know make sure that other teams are not so willing to do this sort of thing in the future you know if you had to give up uh bregmans and altuves and correas and and springers um as a result of of this kind of behavior yeah so you're Um, saying if they went after people and did a little bit more investigating individually do you think it would be more ethical or right to you know, hurt the team as in removing that player or at least cutting his contract or even, you know, you could do pay, you know, or uh, something. Yeah. You can potentially cut pay. They could potentially be released or something like that. Um, I, I don't know. It's a very tricky subject, obviously. Uh, and, and there's a lot of, if you start doing stuff like that, there's a lot of money at stake um, one way or another. Uh, if a player suddenly becomes available like that, that's an all-star caliber player, um, you know, that's a big deal. There's only so many uh, of those, you know, level quality players uh, out there and and the Astros happen to have a ton. So it's, yeah, I, there had to be some, I, I feel like there should have been some sort of accountability for the players because uh, that's bullshit. They were the one that's ones that were actually, committing the crime there, you know, um, banging on the trash can. Um, absolutely. The, uh, you know, AJ Hinch and the GM should have been, um, they received their punishments, a one year suspension. I don't know if that's, I don't know who it hurts more. Um, AJ Hinch has obviously proven himself to be a pretty good manager. Uh, GMs tend to float around anyway, a, a lot like managers too. So, I think there's going to be interest um, once the suspension is done uh, from someone. Um, so, you know, that's that part's a little harder to say. But they like to let it on their part to let it go, uh, and and for them to not do anything about it. That's that's a complete and utter failure of of leadership right there. And 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 they've they've owned that, uh, especially AJ Hinch. They they've definitely owned that. Um, but you know, it's it's very interesting because like as soon as this came out, some of the findings then very shortly thereafter, you know, Alex Cora was let go by the Red Sox. I mean, it's, it's 
uh, agree to mutually part ways. And then, you know, same thing with Beltran uh, and the Mets. Yeah, one of the shortest um, managers. Both ever. were involved with those teams. Yeah. So, yeah. It seems like their their past is coming forth with them, you know. So it's it's something where, you know, is that where those investigations were swept a little bit under the rug, you know, to where these guys are, you know, respectfully, you know, declining or taking a step down, you know, from their positions that they had, you know. So it's uh, that's something where it's a you know big coincidence and it, it's happening and it's okay. And I think that's kind of what we touched on. That's the you know, the preserving the game and ethics of it to where you, you want people to still be thinking in a positive way. And I think that that's, that's showing where we're, we're nipping in the butt and we're not going to have any more of it by, you know, letting those guys go or someone else handling it on the inside to where these guys, let's just not have them in here. Let's get rid of it. Let's stop a, let's now go to B, you know? So that's, that's, I think where it's a, a secret little, uh, you know, moves or makeshifts that they're doing. So, you know, it's it's something that is is you know, if you're not following closely with baseball, you're you're not maybe seeing those things, and that's okay because that's what's preserving it. You know, so for those a little bit more in depth, I'd say, you know, take it with a grain of salt and what you know maybe their involvement was. You know, they're obviously great players and you know great coaches. You know, Alex Cora did a great job with the Red Sox there. You know, so it's it. It's, it's hard to put a stance on it, but I'm okay with that kind of happening in the way it did. If that's the way we're going to, you know, not publicly shame on them or the sport and take care of the problem that we had. Yeah. But so it, that, you know, his whole situation there, you know, cause obviously he was fresh off of 2017 going over to the Red Sox first year manager and then winning the world series there. Uh, you know, and, and I know there's been a little bit, uh, that's being looked into as far as the Red Sox are concerned. So, you know, it's, it's a big deal. It's, it's not good. You don't want this really perpetuating itself and getting out of control. That's really going to screw things up. Um, and like I said, baseball has been in a good spot. So if it'll be very important to really, um, make sure that this is taken care of quickly. Um, so to me, it kind of, it makes me wonder if, uh, and this is getting a bit extreme here, but I'm just throwing out ideas, you know, if teams, um, if teams won either, whatever team wins the World Series, should there be some sort of process to make sure that they did not violate any rules throughout the season uh, or postseason? Yeah. Uh, to ensure that title was won fairly uh, and or, you know, maybe you even make it simpler. It, maybe there's some sort of audit system for teams that win over a hundred games, you know, something like that. Do you think we need to go that far? You know, so that's a, that's a good question, you know, so <laughs> you're teeter tottering on a, you know, a fine line. I think, you know, if that were to be implemented, I, from what you said, I rather would like, you know, if any team were to win over 100 games, that's where they're put into a little bit more special category, maybe. Uh, but you would think that this would be implemented amongst the whole season to where you have, you know, there's enough money in the sport, you know, to where we could have people working in the back office that are checking these things and making sure that these things aren't happening. But of course, people are variables and there's ways to get around things. And that's 
how, you know, even technology is helping with that because things are smaller, more secretive, more high powered, whether you're talking about cameras, video recording, any of those things, instantaneous in messaging with people, you know, so it's something where it's brand new and we're we're trying to figure it out right now too. So it's, it's something that we're going to have to see, you know, so that's kind of my stance on it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I think we've beat it to death there. Uh, so, uh, with all that being said, so technology is a big part of the game now. Um, we've already discussed, you know, players have access to it during games. It's, uh, it's supposed to be controlled, uh, with what they're allowed to view and what's available to them. Um, and so with that, uh, do you, we know there's, we know there's been a big spike in home runs the last several years. They've continued to gone up. The record's been broken i think the last two or three years straight um is is how much of this is playing a role in that i know there's speculations with the baseballs and and uh, the whole launch angle craze and all that um but what do you think is this playing a big role yeah so you know kind of some of those little things i want to touch on too is you know so our, our our first you know announcement of you know kind of this cheating is in 2017 so if we want to kind of at least put the numbers out there let's you know take a look so in 2016 for the total number of home runs in a single season according to mlb.com was that there was 5610 in 2016 going to 2017 we had an increase going up to 6105 and then it kind of simmered down a little in 2018. We only had 5,585. So it's, you know, it's hard to kind of even speculate that those two things are correlated. But then in 2019, you know, we were talking about the, like you said, the baseballs and now resurfacing all of the, you know, technolo- technological advancements, uh, you know, in our game that we're seeing to where we jumped up in 2019, we have 6,776. You know, that is an incredible jump that's, you know, roughly 1,200, you know, from from what we had before. That's a lot of home runs. You know, even if there's good guys coming up, you typically see a pattern within these, you know, every so often. But, you know, should we speculate that it's too you know, the digital manipulation that 2017 we had, okay, now we're having cameras, high powered, we have tablets in the dugouts, we have everything accessible for these people, instead of the traditional way, you know, so I think, you know, it's something we're going to still have to continue. It's not something we have enough knowledge on yet. It's it's very, you know, congruous with what we do have. And, and what is let known to the public is very minimal. Like we said, the you know, with Cora and Beltran, those were swept under. We didn't know what truly had happened. They were speculated with those teams at those times. So, yeah, they were they were part of it somehow. But we're not we're not getting the full story yet. You know, and that's a little bit of a saving grace because you know some of us don't need to know that full extent. You know, but it's 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 hard not to to link the two. You know, right now and, and it's you yeah, know, you're right, yeah. There, they were let go for a reason. Uh, no team wants to be associated with that, so it's a it's a big deal uh, for a, a team to be linked to any player that might be involved in something scandalous like this. Uh, you you made a good point. Um, uh, so with uh, uh, it, with with the home run totals there, um, 
So there's a few things there. Uh, you know, video has been around for a long time. Um, now the extent uh, and how it's evolved uh, and the access within the dugout and, and what people have available even post game to analyze themselves. Um, I, I don't know the ways in which that's changed so much other than it's just improved um, and become more widespread uh, and available uh, and just more easily accessible to everyone. Um, so uh, because of that, since it's, since video analysis has been around for a while, it's probably not a huge, it's probably a very weak correlation to the increase here, unless it's getting used in a different way in which, uh, as, as the Astros have, have demonstrated, uh, the ability to take advantage of an at-home situation. So kind of the, one of the, the big targets here, uh, Jose Altuve, the differences in his splits home and away during the 2017 postseason, uh, primarily looking at average, but all the other statistics are affected as well. So um, average kind of has the biggest disparity here. So he hit 472 home at home and then only 143 on the road, which generally players hit better at home uh, anyway. But I think a lot of people are hung up on just how drastic that difference is because many consider Altuve to be a really good player who shouldn't shouldn't be having such a drastic split like that between home and away. So, um, so if the technology is now being used in such a manner to relay signs like it is allegedly in in the case of the Astros here, <clears throat> that's that could be a little more strongly correlated in, in the increase in home runs. But I think there's other factors that would probably be more influential at this point in time than the use of technology that way. So, um, but man, it, it there, and there was a lot of things that kind of came out like just, sudden uh, too. T- with him, like wearing potentially wearing a device and all that. And it's, man, it's, it's just getting messy. It's not good. I hope it, this really, uh, it doesn't. I hope it doesn't go too much farther than than it already yeah, hopefully has. Hopefully, no so, devices. That's it's, a, it's just another not good. jump that you know would require its own data. That's yeah. Well, you know, because and, and that kind of came about because um, of Pictures. of the home run he hit yeah. off off Chapman with, uh, uh, and he was telling at, uh, as as he was ran, rounding third, he was waving his finger saying, "Don't don't rip my yeah. shirt off." Now that's you know, so that's like. You're taking a a giant leap there, um, uh, insinuating a lot of things um, from a very small gesture, um, you know, because there could be a number of reasons there, but um, in which he, you know, he mentioned like his wife and and, uh, getting upset about the last time that it happened. So um, I I, I don't know. That would be, I mean, could you imagine that if if that started happening too? Yeah. that's, that that's opens a messy. whole new ball game there too. Yeah. So that the correlation just kind of happened to be, you know, speculated at the, the wrong time. And, you know, that action happening is, you know, and then I saw people were starting to, okay, you know, peel back that game. They're starting to take more pictures, looking at his uniform more closely. And then they were like, of course, there's ripples that, you know, that it's fabric, you know, and people then, you know, are starting to throw out, you know, big, you know, biases and speculation that he was you know so it's we want to hone in on the truth you know and that's something like you're saying we don't want to have happen but 
it's unfortunate and a little bit of a coincidence right now that that those were the words he had spoken and that that correlation did happen at that time. So, you know, we'll leave it at that for now. We might have a future episode, you know, coming up just based off that if we continue to hear more things coming around. But we really ultimately want you to understand, you know, the game and what's going on taking place and how this kind of affects you and your viewing and your understanding of the game, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm pretty spent on it. I think I've made my points clear. Uh, I guess I'll summarize uh, (laughs) here very simply. Do not cheat, whoever you are, players, coaches, etc. Do not cheat in this game. You know, you're just gonna you're just gonna tarnish it. Uh, and then, um, secondly, get Pete Rose in the <laughs> Hall of Fame, whoever you are, get him in the Hall of Fame, all time heads leader. Yep. Get him in. Only two people all with right. over four thousand. Who's the other one? Ooh, uh, there you go, Ty Cobb. <laughs> At least okay. we got one brother cool. with uh, stay right trivia. Yeah, there, hey, there we go. <laughs> oh, uh, I almost forgot. Um, you're supposed to share with us your uh, so. W- Okay, so let me back up a second. So if you're a listener, uh, we are going to start doing a thing uh, here on the show uh, where uh, for for as many times as we can continue to generate them, we are going to provide uh, a, a reason why baseball is better than football. And so Chris is going to be uh, giving us his, uh, his reason here, um, uh, starting kind of, so basically starting the sequence off. So the next episode, I'll give a reason. We're going to alternate back and forth. But uh, so, Chris, what, uh, what what's your reason? All right. So today, my reason why baseball is better than football is that you could put a baseball player in any other sport and nine times out of ten, he will succeed in football it doesn't take much to hit another guy. I know there's routes and setting plays, but ultimately baseball is a better better sport because you're hitting a ball that's what, you know, four inches in diameter. Someone's throwing over a hundred miles an hour. You have to, you know, the, the split seconds that you have to think, react, and hit and get on base. And that's why we're seeing so many of these cheating scandals coming up and, you know, PEDs, if you want to even throw that in. It's because baseball is such a difficult sport. You're, you know, you're a Hall of Famer for hitting three, you know, get on base three times out of 10. And that's, it's, it's simple enough just to say that baseball is a better sport because it, it is more of a mental taxing sport, more of a skilled craft, in my opinion. And that's where I will leave it at. Back to you. Okay. Uh, I like your answer. Uh, and I agree with you in that, um, uh, yeah, it, any, it, for the most part, you know, most baseball players can uh, play other sports pretty well. But uh, if you've ever seen uh, celebrities or other athletes uh, come come to a field to take batting practice uh, or even throw out a first pitch, it can be pretty ugly sometimes. Oh, yeah. So I, uh, I definitely hear you where you're coming yep. from on that. Uh, and I'm with you. So, um, okay. So we're going to continue that segment uh, from here on out until we run out of reasons as to why baseball is better than football. Uh, so I'll give I'll give mine next week, um, but a good start for this one. Uh, I like it. So uh, that concludes today's show. Uh, as always, if you're looking for more content, 
be sure to, t- uh, to check out the baseball experience, uh, excuse me, the baseball exp.com or uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the baseball exp. All right, guys, take care. Thank you for listening. And we'll Thank see you. you next time. Take care.